Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Ken Abzug and this is Daily Thrones. A quick look at the world of ice and fire. A lot of topics on the plate. If you want to call in and talk, you can uh, address some of the questions we've been talking about. Uh, things like the Night King's true endgame, his motivation. How long do you think the war between Westeros and humanity versus the Night King will last in Season 8. Marcus had a great call yesterday about that. Uh, what do you think Bronn's motivation is now? Who do you think he's loyal to? And who do you think he will uh, stick with at the end of the story? A lot of things to talk about. Plus, anything you want to add to the conversation, just call in here on Daily Thrones and let's start talking. Again, I know I'm a day late, but... Uh... I've started my season one through seven rewatch Game of Thrones, and uh, you were talking about Bronn the other day, and something I noticed in season one during Tyrion's drinking game where he judges their character, he says to Bronn, hey, you've been north of the wall, haven't you? And Bronn drinks. And when asked about what he was doing up there, he just says, for work. So we've established that Bronn has been beyond the wall but we don't know how far he went and we don't know what he saw so that could be interesting do you think uh Braun knows about uh, do you think he knew about the uh walking dead as it were or do you think he just fought wildlings what do you think about that mark with a great call about Braun going north of the wall we all know that Braun in season one admitted that drinking game, that dare, that truth, that dare game he was playing with Shay and Terry, that he he did go north of the wall. It was for work. I'm sure maybe some pleasure on the side. Who knows with Braun, but he did go up there. How far and when are the big questions that remain? And Mark's great follow-up to this is, what did he know? What did he learn? And what does he still know? And what does he still carry with him? If Braun went up a long time ago, I'm saying 10, 15, 20 years before the events of the main story, I got to imagine there wasn't much he saw but wildlings. I'm sure he saw the wall. I'm sure he's been on the wall. I'm sure Braun's done everything up there. But if he went in more recent times, perhaps Braun did see something. Maybe not necessarily a white or a white walker or another, but if you're up there long enough, not a lot of people were surprised to hear what Craster had been doing. Jor Mormont wasn't. So if that was going on, and that's been going on for a while, then perhaps Braun did know something. Or he's easier, uh, fi- he's in an easier position to believe. You know, when you first meet Braun, he's at the Crossroads Inn. He gives up his room to Tyrion for a good price, and then joins in the journey to the Vale. And that's where it really picks up. It's so funny when you go back and watch just even the second time. You kind of forget that that's where you first meet Braun. It's so casual. You just kind of, oh, give up the room. You don't think much of it. That's that's always the fun part of Game of Thrones. You go back. It's like seeing Kyburn for the first time and realizing, oh, that's going to be a character that's going to factor into a lot of big things. He seems so small at the time. Anyways, I digress. Braun was at the Crossroads Inn. Which direction was he going? 
Maybe he had been just coming down from the north of the wall. Maybe that's why he was there. And if that's the case, then I do believe Braun would have seen some things that would have convinced him that there is other things out there north of the wall that he wants no part of. Now, he was taken aback by the dragons. Who isn't upon first seeing him? He wants nothing to do with them. Now, it could just be simple common sense. He saw what they did. He's done. He's out. But maybe Braun absolutely knows. He's seen other things. He believes in other things. These dragons, he's seen them burn. He knows their magic. He knows it's all real. Maybe that's part of the reason he was out. Will that factor in to the end of the story? That's what we're talking about with Braun. If you want to continue that conversation, go ahead and call in with that here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Ken, a really great question posed by Marcus about how long will this war last? And obviously, I think it's going to get right into the war when season eight starts. I could see it going at least four episodes, possibly five, but at least four. But like you, I do want to see some aftermath of this war. Obviously, there's probably going to be a ton of death. Who knows who's going to be left standing at the end of this. And I do want to see, at least for one episode, the aftermath of all the destruction that is probably going to happen. Hey, Ken, Kevin Ross. Uh, as to how long this war will go on, I am thinking about uh, two episodes long. Uh, assuming each episode is going to be about an hour and 40 to an hour and 50 minutes, I could deal with two episodes. Probably episodes two and three is the war. That would give the audience three episodes to finish it all off. Uh, but it did raise an interesting question over here. Um, we've been catching up on Babylon 5. Uh, to kind of uh, fill in our Game of Thrones fix. It's surprisingly similar in tone, being a 20-year-old uh, fantasy series. Uh, highly recommend you go check it out. But they took an entire season after the show was canceled and restarted it back up with season five, cleaning up all the mess. Do you think there's a rights issue and could the show actually do that, which is to round it all up with the six seasons and then start a brand new show moving forward? We're back to talking the length of the war in season eight. This question was posed by uh, caller Marcus yesterday, and I think it's a great question. Eric with a call in saying, hey, the war could go up to five episodes in his mind, or at least he'd want it to go that far. Um, and then you'd love to see some of the aftermath. I am more and more on the idea, on the on board with the idea that I need to see the aftermath. I need to see what happens after the Night King is defeated or after the Night King defeats everyone else. Though so I guess those episodes would be kind of boring. Just a bunch of cold winds, ice, snow, and the Night King sitting around happy. Maybe we don't need to see that one. But I'm going to assume the Night King is not going to be victorious. At least not completely victorious. And we're going to need to see uh, what will happen behind uh, after that. Uh, I am all on board for that. Are you guys? I want to know. Do you want to see what happens? As far as the war lasting four episodes, five episodes, I'm in that three to four range. Five could be enough. I guess it all depends on what the war will actually be. We'll see what happens. We've seen glimpses of it already with Hard Home and what happened up north of the wall with Jon Snow and his SEAL team. So what is it going to be? Just a lot of uh, mindless fighting with these whites? Uh, is it uh, dragon versus dragon? There's a lot of things that could happen. It's all about the Night King strategy. Um, this isn't a, 
Cersei versus Danny. This isn't uh, a regular war like we've ever seen. If it is a full-scale war, does the Night King have strategy? Does he have meetings? Does he have a war council? What does he do? And how do they defeat it? That's the big question that we're all going to have going into the season. So I guess it could ask, act, uh, have a long. Uh, uh, the war could be going on long. Is what I'm trying to say. Is if if the Night King uh, has an actual functional plan and that and it's that kind of traditional battle. Uh, otherwise, it might be quick. The more I think about it, it could just be quick. He could take over, and it'll be about trying to defeat him. Other than uh, by way of big giant battles, it might be something else. I don't know about that. Kevin has an interesting follow-up, though, um, citing by Babylon 5 and what they did, and could maybe one of the spin-off series. Uh, Kevin's not asking that directly, just saying, hey, could the producers, this show ends, and then they take the story into a new uncharted territory with these the same world to see what happens. It's possible. One of the spin-off uh, ideas I've seen around is Westeros way in the future, 50 years or so, a generation or so ahead. Uh, I'd be not opposed to that. Not that Maisie Williams would want to sign up for another long Game of Thrones series, but Arya Stark traveling, going elsewhere to other worlds outside of Westeros and Essos. Maybe we see more of that. And maybe by then, uh, you could, uh, by way of that show, you could learn what happened following the war with the Night King. That would be interesting. We're starting a prequel talk, uh, spinoff talk, and uh, uh, we're going to have that discussion even more here on Daily Thrones. But what do you guys think? How long will this war last in Season 8? And what do you want to see after it ends? All right, Daily Thrones fans, I got uh, an interview portion here. I haven't had this uh, nice gentleman on. It is Joseph Scrimshaw, co-host with me on Force Center and also host of Head Cannon here on Anchor. How you doing? I'm great. Good to have you here. I have we've been dealing with this great question last day and a half. Uh, caller Marcus uh, had a great call, and people been uh, chiming in here. It's a two part question. Uh, we got this season eight coming up with the coming up. It'll be about a year plus. <laughs> but we've got this battle with the Night King and his armies. He's breached the wall. So in season eight, how long do you want that battle to last? How much do you want to see that battle? And then how much of an aftermath as a fan? And I know you're a fan of Game yeah. of Thrones. How much aftermath do you want? I kind of feel like I want the aftermath to feel like it has in previous seasons where the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones is right. the big battle. Big one. And like the final for sure, this is who's left standing. So like episode five next year, you'd want that. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. And then episode six, like they've done in the past where they have the big battle in the penultimate episode. Yeah. And the final episode is kind of the leftovers <laughs> and also like the where are we going next yeah and i would be fine with a little bit of where are we going next not like full mystery right but i would be fine with leaving characters kind of staring off into the horizon and just how to rebuild and we're going to rebuild we're going to rebuild not necessarily see the rebuild how are we going to do it not not a full mystery but just like yeah i would love that full hour of just dealing with character stuff of like Here's everyone who's died. Here's everything we've lost. Here's what's left of Westeros. Right. Here's what's left of our way of life. This is who's left together. How are we going to do this? Enter democracy. Yeah. Yeah, like exactly. That. Okay. I like that. And you also got me thinking of something, too, because uh, we've been talking. I've been saying maybe about four episodes of battle. Yeah. This and that. I think there's going to be a uh, even though the, the Night King breached that wall, there's going to be some time. 
to figure this out. I think so, yeah. There's going to be an episode, maybe two of them gathering their forces and making their strategy, plus dealing with Cersei. Yeah, I mean, they only have six episodes, so yeah. it's hard to map what they've done previously onto this season. Yes. So I think, like, the battle could be one episode. You're, you're, you're not wrong, and and I, I, I talked about it earlier today, earlier in the, uh, the daily broadcast here in Deadly Thrones, that, you know... Uh, <sighs> If, is it uh, if it's uh, you know we get these hour and a half episodes so I guess maybe you build up and and you have it all and it does the Night King my big point was the Night King if he doesn't have like a clear cut strategy if he's just yeah. marching south and taking things over then it might be one episode but if he's like I'm gonna go take the last hearth and then I'm gonna go uh, over to you know I want to travel down to Moat Kalen he's not <laughs> thinking in those terms right so it's a different kind of battle than we've seen. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, who knows? It could be that they say, you know what? Westeros is lost. Let's go invade Essos. <laughs> I don't think that's what's going to happen. That doesn't seem in the spirit is of it. Is it like us but as humans? We're like, we're looking. Can we go to Mars? Can we, can go, we go, to go to Mars? Mars? Can we just get yeah. out? Of, there's a lot of hurricanes. Yeah, Let's just yeah. leave. Yeah. And prior to the ice dragon, I would have thought that would have been a good strategy. But now he can just fly yeah. over there. So I think it's also just like a huge thing of like, how much character is the Night King going to have? Is he ever going to have perspective? Yes. Are we ever going to get to know what he wants? Well, we've been talking here in Daily Thrones about Night, the Night King's Endgame. We had a yeah. caller, Grace, with a great question about that. And and again, it's hard to see. Is it? Does he just want to... Is he evil to be evil? Yeah. Or is he marching towards the God's eye to help reverse the curse of his people of, or, or, or of who he is? Yeah. Because if he's just a, a big marching meanie, I can yeah. see him getting smashed in episode three. A marching meanie. A marching meanie. Yeah. And still having three episodes to deal with all of the kind of human character yeah. fallout. Yeah, that might be more accurate prediction. Well, that is a great answer from Joseph Scrimshaw. As always, he's got some great insight. You can listen to him over on his anchor station, Headcanon, and follow him at Joseph Scrimshaw. And I'm sure you'll be ready for season eight, but uh, are you okay emotionally following Twin Peaks? It's done. Game of Thrones is done. What else? Well, you gotta be, gotta be watching something. I'm watching Outlander with my wife to fill there out the go. Sunday, and it's emotionally rich in its own way. <laughs> love it. I love it. I'm re-watching Kirby Enthusiasm. <laughs> All right, guys, that is, that's it for today here on Anchor. Favorite the station so you don't miss a broadcast. Don't forget we have a podcast version available every day on Google Play and Apple Podcasts, and you can also find me on Twitter at Knapsack. Use that hashtag, Daily Thrones. What about that Night King? What is his true motivation?